And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much there, Mr. Legendary John Bon Jovial, and we do indeed have a full show today. Got a surprise coming up here in about, uh, oh, I don't know, five or six minutes or so, so we better get right into the music. Let's roll a group called Long Gone West with a tune called Slow Down.
And there you go. That's Slow Down by a group who call themselves Gone West, Nashville-based country pop group who gets its name from the fact that all four of its members hail from states west of Nashville and Tennessee, which was the inspiration for their autobiographical theme song and title track, their original, or their, I should say, their debut EP, was called Tides. That was released on January of 2019. And here in uh, March of 2020, they have their new album coming out. It's called Canyons, and you can pre-order it from their website right now and get uh, Slowdown as an instant download. Check them out. Gone West is the name of the group. What would you think, John Bon Jovi? Oh, I kind of like it. It's got a nice snappy beat to it, and they kind of remind me a little bit of uh, some of the earlier things that the Dixie Chicks did. Uh, you know, just that that, that bit, nice. Yeah. You know, it's just that nice, joyous type of harmony uh, that they were famous for uh, back when they first hit the scene, and I guess to this day still do with their new album that's come out which the name of it escapes me, but I, I, I know that they've got a new record out. But I digress. No, I like them. I think their production values are good, <laughs> and I don't know a thing about these people other than what I just heard. Uh, I, you know, if, if this is representative of what they're going to do, then they might have a better than even shot of uh, getting some airplay on regular, you know, all-American terrestrial radio. I agree. They've got a, a good sound. It's polished and professional. they got a good commercial sound to them, and it's definitely easy to listen to. It's a nice, uh, well, it's a nice cruising song, uh, which you would appreciate there in your uh, middle-of-the-night desert drives. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I do miss doing that. <laughs> and, yeah, I, kn- I know what you mean. That's something that is very easy to miss once you get addicted to it. But... Uh, that's it. I like them, and I'm going to be looking for some great things coming from uh, from Gone West. And while we're uh, getting ready for our first guest who's standing by, I want to get our first The David Bowers Award of the Week. And our first The David Bowers Award of the Week goes to Grandpa Don, uh, Dan Lawson. He's uh, a previous uh, TDBA award winner. He's been on here several times. And uh, he really already got the best award, which was a brand-new grandson, Huxley, born Friday, March 6th, to Dan's granddaughter, Stephanie, and her husband, Brandon. Huck, Mom, Dad, and Grandpa are all doing well, we're happy to say. We congratulate you, Dan, and uh, and your daughter and her husband on the birth of your uh, grandson. Congratulations, and uh, hey, maybe we'll get you back on here in the not-too-far-distant future. John Bon Jovi is our guest ready to come on board. I do believe that our guest is waiting anxiously in the green room. Uh, he's uh, been uh, going a little overboard on the snacks, though. I didn't know that we were going to have to allocate such a huge budget for catering for uh, our, our <laughs> mystery guest here, but nonetheless, there he is. All righty. Well, let's have him come on in here. Each year for the past several years uh, at uh, South by Southwest, we've had the pleasure of having David Martinez join us. 
and talk to us about the events and activities uh, that are going on in Austin with South by Southwest. And as most of you are probably already aware, uh, it ain't going to happen this year. They have called it off, at least for the time being, because of the uh, coronavirus uh, situation. However, we managed to uh, keep the string alive because David is here with us now and going to talk a little bit about uh, hopefully what's going on down there and how uh, how this cancellation uh, is affecting the artists as well as the city of Austin. Hello, David. Right here. Oh, there you are. Okay. You had me worried there for a second. <laughs> Glad to have you with us. How you doing, David? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just enjoying the day. Uh, other than that, you know, chilling. Well, good. Off for a week, That's a good so, way. You know, spring break. So. I hear you. That's a good way to be. So tell us, David, how is this? Uh, how is this cancellation, or at least the temporary postponement of South by Southwest, affecting everyone? Well, I know from what I've read that it's a. Uh, it's a $350, $350 million plus uh, debt to the economy out there. Um, but, you know, it is, it, 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 the crowd density, I mean, I could see them calling it off because the crowd density is, uh, you know, there's so many people in such little space. And, you know, you got people coming from all over the country. You got people coming from uh, other parts of the other parts of the world. So, you know, uh I mean, there's, it's, it's not only Austin. I heard Kiss even like canceled their meet and greets due to COVID nineteen. So it's it's uh, a lot of people are talking. I do know though that a lot of the unofficial shows are still going to go on a schedule, which South by Southwest was originally more about Austin bands at one point, and that's basically what it's turning into for this, at least for this year. Right. I know we could discuss that in the past. Uh, you had talked to us about the fact that uh, it's gotten quite commercialized, and in many ways, uh, the major groups and labels had kind of taken over. And uh, you mentioned the fact that uh, uh, several of the uh, side events, the non-authorized events, are going to continue to go ahead. And our first guest today is a young lady who will be uh, participating and playing in those uh, in a couple of those events that have not been canceled. How do the artists take it, David? How do the artists handle the cancellation? Well, um, there's a, there's a lot locally. Uh, they, they did a story here the other day and I, uh, I guess I have some friends and a few bands who are looking forward to going and doing some of these events. Um, and you know, they're pretty bummed because you know, it's not easy to get picked and, and, uh, when you get picked, you feel like you're on top of the world and they cancel it, you know, it's a, you feel sure. like just got punched in the gut. So some of them are, I, I, I can see, you know, how some of them were upset. I hadn't, I had my, I myself hadn't really had anything planned because generally on my spring break, I, uh, it, that South by is going on, but it's not this year. So I really had to change some things around. So I was, I wasn't going to be able to go this year anyway. So, and, and plus, you know, being newly married, I got married in June. My wife was, uh, yes, she did pretty nervous wreck about me being out there. So. <laughs> I can understand that, and uh, and rightfully so, but uh, we do appreciate you taking a, a few minutes to come and sit and chat with us, and uh, we, keep your, uh, we keep your string alive of appearing every year on the David Bowers Awards to talk about South by Southwest, and I, I agree. I know what you're saying about uh, how the artists can be really bummed out because not only is it, you know, not a sure thing to, to get booked, it takes... 
you know, it, it takes them fingers crossed to, to get accepted and get booked and the events. And, uh, and it's a, it's a, it can be a big stepping stone because there are so many of the major people there now that can quote, discover unquote. Uh, and of course everybody wants to be discovered. John Bon Jovial, before we let David go, you want to jump in? Yeah, real quick. Hey, David, it's great to have you back on the show again. Uh, I guess the question Absolutely. that I uh, the question that I have for you is: um, Is there some kind of silver lining in all of this? I mean, yeah, it's going to be a huge hit to the economy, and and there's no way that you can make that sound like a good thing. However, is it possible that this action? This cancellation of the mainstream part of the show could bring South by Southwest back to its original non-commercial roots or grassroots that it was when it first started. Well, I think I think for this year at least. I mean, I I uh, I, I mean a lot of a lot of my friends and bands, you know, don't even they live in Austin. They don't even play South by Southwest anymore because of, it's been so commercialized and. I mean, I, 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 unfortunately, I don't think the commercial commercialization is going to go away. But, uh, and, but the thing is, you know, that that's with with that, you know, a lot of the great bands that I know that used to play South by Southwest all the time when it was not commercial, like you said, um, don't play it because they don't want they don't want to deal with it. And you know, and I, and you know, a lot of them, a lot of people that I've talked to, it's interesting that you mentioned that. They go tour elsewhere. They go. They go make money elsewhere. They leave because they don't because they can't make any money during South by Southwest. You know, for a musician, you know, yes, playing is is everything, but also you know, making an income is also important as well. So, I still see the commercialization going on, but for this year, like you said, it'll be a great thing for the local local artists to uh, really showcase their talent. Now, you won't have all the foot traffic like you generally do because a lot of people are staying in from, you know, magazines, record labels, things like that. Right, right. um, It'll have an organic feel from what my friends are telling me out there there in Austin. Are are you going to be doing any kind of a gig for for this on some of the non, you know, sanctioned venues, or are are you going to be stepping back completely? Unfortunately, I... yeah, unfortunately, I'm not. I'm not uh, doing anything there this year. I mean, I got a lot of shows locally, but uh, um, yeah, I, I won't. I, I mean, my schedule got. I I, I didn't. I, I I didn't look at the dates, and I so it was. It was going to be something that you know. It, I was pretty bummed that I'm missing it, but I, I guess you know now that I got canceled, my streaks intact. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go, David. Before plus, we let you go, we got just a couple of seconds. Also, I w- yeah, I will have some new music that I'm. I've got a lot of demos that I'm reviewing with Cindy from Lady Lake, and uh, I'm going to start recording some stuff this summer. So we'll definitely be able to get together and do something as far as that Fantastic. goes. Fantastic! That's just where I was going. You answered my question. I was going to ask you what you've got coming up, and can we look forward to any new music? Thank you, David, so much yeah. for joining us, I keeping it. the string alive, of course, and uh, always a pleasure having you on the show, ladies and gentlemen. David Martinez. From Texas, discussing South by Southwest and bringing out uh, some some interesting points there. We really appreciate uh, David stopping by and chatting with us. And we also appreciate our next guest, young lady who's going to come in with some great music for you to listen to. She goes by the name of Emily Cole, and we're going to listen to her current hit song right now. It's called Karma. Let's roll the music.
to take back my throne Since you stole my crown By stealing my friends and breaking me down But I know a lot of people never heard my side No you're spreading rumors for that I lied You say I overreacted But you know it's cool Just you know Karma's gonna get you when you least expect it I don't even care if it hurts You'll regret Everything you ever said Everything you ever did I won't take you back because I know you really meant it Karma's gonna get you when you least expect it Yeah, exposing you to the world I'll tell them Everything you ever said Everything you ever did How does it feel? Get closer, come on for real Fantastic. Well, we're good to go then. Welcome aboard. We're glad to have you here with us today. And uh, you've got yourself uh, 
you get yourself quite a start to your uh, to your year. Actually, you've been uh, kind of building it up for a while. I know you're. I I, I want to thank uh, Sherry for sending me the information and all the work she did to make sure that uh, you were all set to go for your uh, stop by the yeah. today. Uh, you you were uh, you were on the list of best female artists in independent music this year. Yes, sir. And whose list is that now? It is the. Hold on one second. It's the. I'm trying to find the name. <laughs> BW8. It's B, it's BWH music. Sorry, I was like, I had a brain moment, and I wasn't functioning <laughs> for a second. I was like, wait, I would know this any other time. It's BWH music, woman of, like, the year stuff, songwriters, and I'm, I'm excited to be part of it. So, yeah. Oh, fantastic. You should be, and I... Uh... Congratulations to you from uh, from here at the David Bowers Awards, and uh, Thanks. It, just an exciting way to get the year started. Now you've got you do a lot of uh, personal appearances. I know uh, Sherry sent me a list here. Uh, let's see, the first Saturday of every month, you're at the Rising Sun uh, and Rising Sun Sushi and Fusion Restaurant in Humble, Texas. Uh, yeah, do a solo show there. I do. I used to do a lot with my duo partner, Andrew, but he recently moved to Colorado, so hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, Andrew, if you're listening, come back! Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's always a lot of fun. So. Oh, well, you got, uh, let's see, if I got the list right and, and uh, my eyes don't fail me, uh, you uh, perform at uh, 403 Eats Food and Truck and Tomball. And I know we've got, uh, we've had a lot of connection with Tomball. We have an artist on here from there, and I see they're, they, they still hold a lot of shows. I'd like to get down there. I've never been to Tomball, Texas. And, uh, yeah, it's a nice place. Easter, you're going to be doing uh, Sam's Boat in Seabrook, Texas, and you're going to be doing yes. it with Danny Patterson. Yes, that's going to be our first show, my first show there. Um, I'm excited about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I bet it is. And uh, speaking of fun, understand you're going to be playing at a couple of those, uh, what do they call them, unsanctioned events that uh, surrounded South by Southwest. Yeah, I uh, I came up with a thing called Somewhat South by Southwest. Um, we've been, in the well, past, we've been doing like unsanctioned unofficial South by Southwest, but then I was like, you know, I'm just going to put somewhat South by Southwest. Just add an extra S at the beginning, and we're good to go. There you, um, there you go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try sometimes. But um, I I try sometimes whenever it comes to creating names. Um, but on March 18th, I'm playing at Jack Lope Bar at 12 p.m. That's, that's noon. Um, and I was going to be playing at the Austin Winery on that same day, but unfortunately that got canceled. Um, and then March 21st, I'll be at Guerrero's Taco Bar with my friend J.P. Lee. Um, that's going to be 1 p.m. to 1.45-ish. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. It's always a fun time going out there and seeing everyone and everything. So yeah, it's going to be lots of music. And you're doing a pretty good job of getting yourself lined up with all the all the good grub in the area. That's uh, <laughs> I was sitting yeah. there getting hungry listening to you mention all the uh, all the places there. Right. But, uh, 
That's awesome. Now, how long how long have you been doing this professionally? Uh, I've been playing professionally ish since I was probably like fourteen. Uh, I was doing like my very first residence gig one week whenever I was fourteen. But I've been doing showcases and stuff since I was twelve. Uh, and oh. I also have writing songs, and I taught myself guitar whenever I was twelve too. So probably about eight-ish years now I've been taking this music stuff seriously. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I love it. You're a pretty seasoned pro already. <laughs> oh, that's great. John Bon Jovial sitting there waving at me. I know he wants to jump in here with something. John? Oh, well, yeah. Emily, first of all, thank you so much for being with us. It's great to have you on board today. Uh, the question that I have for you, because I'm listening to you rattling off these places where you're going to be playing, uh, and I, you know, I think it's really cool that you're doing the local music scene. When you go on stage live, are are you pretty much solo, or or are you taking? Uh, do you have an ensemble that you bring along with you? Really, it just. Um, if the venue's like, hey, do you have like a band? Then I can my band together and we can do it. Uh, most of the time, at the venues I do, there's either be like this or more of that kind of setting. It's more of that kind of vibe. But recently, been stuff. Emily, Emily, let me interrupt you for just a second, and I apologize. But uh, are you in? Are you in a cell phone? Yeah. Uh, be careful moving around because we're you're you're dropping out. We're we're losing you every now and then. Don't don't move around on that. I think that might be the reason. Yeah. I, I don't really know, but we are we're losing you. Your voice is dropping out. Oh, sorry. Um, basically, all I was saying, just in case y'all didn't catch all of that, was I usually play as solo, but if the space calls for it, then I can pull my band together and get out there with them. So Great. Did, did you want to yeah. follow up on that, John Bon Jovi? I know it was well, your question. I don't want to cut you off either. Yeah. What, when you're, what is the style of music that, that you do when you're solo versus when you have the band with you? How, how, how radically do you change it up? Uh, I do the same songs solo as I do with a band um but I guess I don't know how to explain it really it just kind of whenever I have my band there it gives it this more full sound if that makes sense so it's the same it's technically the same style it's just whenever I'm by myself I'm acoustic guitar and ukulele and then whenever I'm with the band it's you know an electronic drum kit and every once in a while a bass if that's needed and then a guitar player so yeah and then you have the benefit of the extra the extra instrumentation backing you up. That's cool. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. You've probably been asked this before, but I know our listeners who want to hear you would love to know, since you're blanketing Texas pretty well, you have any plans to get out and explore the rest of the world? For sure. Um, I love going to Los Angeles area. I love San Francisco, Nashville, New York, um, so we're trying to book a little mini tour further out Texas for sure. Um, that's still work in progress. We're trying to 
figure out how to do that exactly. Um, we have a lot of options, so just trying to narrow it down. I understand that, and now is probably not the greatest time to be uh, traveling too many places and uh, and too many right. big crowds. But uh, uh, yeah, how, how... we. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go uh, ahead. We, I was just. Gonna... I was just going to say we usually drive everywhere. We don't we don't really fly too much, so that's a that's a plus. That's a plus, absolutely. And uh, I had another question I was going to uh, I was going to follow that up with, but I just had one of those brain moments myself, so I'm <laughs> not sure where I was going with that. But uh, I I understand what you're saying, and yeah. I, I agree. This is that's that's a nice way to travel. Though it can be kind of a grind, but it's it's. I think it's more relaxed than uh, you know. You, you have to be kind of structured when you're taking. A, you know, you're, you're flying. You're depending on other people's times and and everything. Whereas right. uh, when you're driving, you just pull, take tear down after the show, and uh, you either get back in your vehicle and take off, or you do the motel for the night and take off in the morning, but you're, you're a lot more casual. You get, you've got your time to relax, unwind, you know, maybe talk about the show or whatever and, and just live a little more casually. So that's, that's kind of a good thing. I uh, love to see you be able to do some touring around the country. I know that, uh, well, of course that John down in the Naples, Fort Myers area there and me here in the Phoenix area, we'd always love to see you. And uh, we always yeah. we always like to see the artists that are on the show when they're in the area. But uh, I uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Listener, well, keep that on your uh, keep that on your uh, notepad for uh, possible venues that you want to go to. And I know that uh, Sherry also mentioned that you are always looking for new venues. So uh, this is. Uh, Hopefully going to be a little bit of a help, maybe get the word out there to a few more people. Tell the listeners how they can find you and uh, and get in touch with you. Yeah, for sure. And actually, speaking of venues, new venues, I just got word that during the week of South by Southwest, I just got added on to two more shows. Um, awesome. One's at, yeah, one's at the Dirty Dog Bar. Oh, both of them are at the Dirty Okay, okay. I read that wrong. I got... Two shows at Dirty Dog Bar. Uh, details are coming soon, but we literally, as we're sitting here, just got the words that I'm going to be doing that. So that's a fun plus. Um, Sounds like. But, yeah, yeah, and you can get all that information plus my social medias at emilycoleofficial.com. Um, that's also my Instagram username, emilycoleofficial.com. Um, Facebook is facebook.com slash Emily Cole official. Um, yeah. So hey, well, we've got about, uh, I think we've got about 30 seconds left here. I want to get you to talk a little bit about this next track. We're going to be playing unnerving. All right. So I wrote this with my friend, Jen Riker up in Nashville. And basically it's just one giant metaphor for getting rid of, quote-unquote, killing off a relationship. So, yeah, hope you guys like it. Available everywhere Fantastic. Now. Great. We're going to play it in just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, Emily Cole from the great state of Thank Texas. And here she is with her next big hit. It's called Unnerving.
can't afford you today You just kidding, didn't burn it for you, burned it for me Had to cut the cord, you're jealous envy I'm tired of your ghost and you wish you are she Sometimes you wanna talk, sometimes you don't When we do it's all pay, fight some big ego Like me then, take it back around we go But I won't let your demons take my soul nah, 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 nah. I got a secret I'm not telling Crawling, na 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 na. I'm smiling 'cause I'm never fun party, na 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 Guys like you are so unnerving. Guys like you are so unnerving. Guys like you are so unnerving. Finally, right, I stop talking to you. Set my intentions, I set my mood Let's bury the hatchet, let's watch this die I might be wearing black, but that's what I like What I want is someone who thinks like me Spiritual connection, synchronicity You need some bounce, now rest in peace Putting flowers on your grave, cause you're dead to me Nah, 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 I got a secret I'm not telling Nah, 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 nah When you were here, my skin was crawling There you go. That's Unnerving by Emily Cole right here on the David Powers Awards. And I see that our next guest is standing by, ready to come in and chat with us. So let's roll a tune I know you're going to love. This is Beauty and Ruin by Mr. David Starr. Traveled far through the lonely wood, crawled when I had to, ran when I could. No way to know what I would find. Beauty and run at the end of the line. This crooked road 
David Starr, who's going to drop in here and uh, chat with us, and I'm I've got to ask you. I'm going to ask you a question about that song, David. How are you? Welcome okay. aboard. I'm great. Good to, good to hear from you. Glad to have you here with us today. That song. Where did you come up with the concept for that song? Well, um, that song was written with my friend Dana Cooper from Nashville, and I've known Dana for over 20 years, and we've written a little together, and we've played a lot together and we're just good friends and when he agreed to work on this project um which which all the songs were sort of conceived after reading after all the writers the songwriters read my grandfather's book um and that was the sort of the game plan uh one day dana was was on facebook and while he's out touring around he's always taking 
these uh, provocative pictures of um, old old buildings and landmarks and, and people and places. And he sort of chronicles his travels that way. And one day he he posted a picture, and it seems to me it was like an old uh, Pueblo door or something down in New Mexico. I don't remember exactly. But the but the the post this Facebook post said so much beauty and ruin down here. And I texted him right then and I said, There's our title, let's start with that. And Bingo. The, the bottom line the bottom line is that in the book that my grandfather wrote that we wrote these songs from, there's there's so much um potential for beauty in the relationships and in the landscape and all that stuff. But then, as human beings, they kind of foul it up in the end. A couple of people, in in particular, and uh, characters in the book. So um, that song sort of is about lost love, I guess, really. But that's that's kind of what got us off the starting block on it and sent us down the path to writing it. Beautiful song, beautiful song. I heard Thank that, you. and uh, that was one of those songs that I heard, and I said, "We got to get him on the show." I, I have well, to thanks. admit a uh, soft spot. That's that's a song that. I will remember, and I, I'm sure the listeners will too. It's it's got just a haunting edge to it, a great storyline, and I have to ask you the obvious follow-up question: What's the name of your grandfather's book? It's uh, the name of the book is uh, "Of What Was, Nothing Is Left," and uh, that book was written in or published in 1972, and then he died uh, sort of suddenly the following year. So it was never widely distributed, uh, and the way he used to distribute books was not unlike uh, me and your previous guest where we're playing a gig and we go to the edge of the stage and sell CDs and stuff to, to, to listeners. He would take his books to craft fairs and book fairs and, um, you know, just wherever somebody would let him set up a table, you know, a little card table and he'd set those, he'd set that up and sell those books right out of the box and charge three bucks and sign all of them. And very few of them ever, ever made it out, I think, because when I went on Amazon to look for, you know, old copies, I could only find about 12 of them, and that's wow. been over the last three years, and so as part of the project, we republished that book, so the whole package oh, is there's a CD, a book, and a vinyl record, so. Well, if, if uh, listeners are anything like I am, get involved listening to you and can't write fast enough, if you would, just one more time, give us the title of the book and your grandfather's name for uh, people who, okay. like myself who might be interested in reading the book. His name was Fred Starr, and uh, that's with two R's, like me, and the name of the book is If What Was, comma, Nothing Is Left. And uh, a good friend of mine who wrote for the project as well, Irene Kelly, who's a very accomplished bluegrass and country artist, um, she called me after she read it and she said, this is like a, this is like a Southern Wuthering Heights. And I said, man, I mm. love that. So, so that's kind of, that's kind of how it struck her and, and, and to a person, each, each person who was involved in it really had a, a connection with it. So it was a great writing exercise for us all. I can understand that. And the, the, the song is just one of those. It combines, it combines, you know, a, a the the symbols of happiness and unhappiness, uh, the the melody the melody the background the instrumentation is uh, is just haunting enough that it sticks with you. I I love especially the steel guitar, the way it rises up there. And I have tried for the life of me. It reminds me of one that I heard in another song, and I can't think of it to save my life. 
knowing my luck, I will probably think of it as soon as the show is over and say, why couldn't I remember that? But <laughs> I do. I well, like that uh, song. John Bon Jovial, I know you're just sitting there waiting to say something. Come on in. Well, thank you very much. Of course, you mentioned one of my most placed, favorite places in the whole wide world, and, and that is New Mexico. I, I used to live there. Uh-huh. And I miss it terribly. And, uh, you know, there's so many um, old artifacts of, of not only uh, Native Americana, but uh, of American history in general. So uh, th- this name, uh, right. Be- Beauty and Ruin, is so apropos. Uh, but what I wanted to touch on was in listening to this beautiful song of yours, I, I'm, I'm listening to your, lo- your vocal style and I'm thinking to myself, you know, wow, this reminds me of someone, and, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking. <laughs> and um, and back in 1975, Towns Van Zant came out with a song called If I Needed You. Now, the song is musically different, but the vocal style is very similar. And uh, I, I, uh-huh. really, I really, well, I'm a big fan of Towns Van Zant, and uh, really like sure. what you did here. Very much so. Well, thank you. It, it's it's interesting because I I think... Ultimately, your voice winds up being a product of all the things you've listened to over the years. Uh, unless you have some really, really unusual uh, gift that's that's so unique that you become you become that person uh, that people try to emulate. But I, for many years, you know, I, the the formative years for me as a singer were were the early '70s, and so I was listening to Jackson Brown and Don Henley and Glenn Fry and J.D. Souther and the birds and the burrito brothers and all that Southern rock or all, country rock all stuff. High quality California. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so one day we were sitting in the studio, uh, John Oates and I, who, um, I have to give credit for that. The way that song sounds, he, he envisioned what he wanted on that and really brought the instrumentation together. But one day I said, I said, well, we got through the day without anybody telling me I sounded like Don Henley. And he said, well, listen, he said, you don't sound, he said, you don't sound like anybody you sound familiar and that's what people like. And it's, mm. and it struck me because it's, I don't try to sound like anybody, but, um, you know, I'll take Don Henley towns, Van Zandt. I'll take that all day long. You know, I, I think you just, you absorb through osmosis, whatever it is that appeals to you. And that's what comes out. And, and I feel like in the past 10 years, I've worked really, really hard on my singing. And that's, that's kind of my instrument, I guess, if I have one. That is such a great point too, that you make, uh, as far as maybe sounding, like you remind somebody of someone, but you don't sound like them. You, you don't want to sound like Don Henley. You don't want to sound like Towns Van Zant. No. But if you can, if somebody can read that familiarity into what you're doing and doing an amalgam of these voices, then why the hell not? Yeah. Yeah. A guy told me the other night I was sounded just like Gordon Lightfoot and I don't get that at all. But if it makes if that's what draws him to the music, I'm fine with it. You know, that's uh, people hear. It's kind of like when people say, what's that song about? And I go, I don't know. You tell me, you know, what's it about to you? So if the voice and the song reach them on some level, I'm fine with that. No matter what that level is. Well, you know, in a way though, I can, I I can see that because Gordon Lightfoot did a song called, uh, an affair on eighth Avenue. And the vocal style is very, very similar. Well, there you go. I probably and I was, probably soak that up as like a sponge along the way somewhere, you know. <laughs> there you go. I was going to mention also the fact that uh, you. I, I love the expression that you uh, that you voiced. You sound familiar. That's excellent. And I think that uh, 
that style, that feeling may be what uh, people are referring to when they say you sound like, because Lightfoot definitely has a familiar a familiarity about his style. Uh, Henley also, several of the artists we've been talking about, and uh, right. I had never quite thought of it in terms of familiarity. But yeah, there's a, <laughs> it's going to sound a little bit like an Eagles lyric, but you you get a comfortable, easy feeling listening to it. You want to listen to it. Well, and that I got to give John Oates credit for that because he he's he sensed that it sort of bothered me that people are always trying to you know put a you know it's like it's like genre people are always saying what kind of music is that he said one day he said just tell him it's good music and I said okay well <laughs> I'm fine with that I like that. he's been at, he's been at, he's been at this a long time he's answered all those questions so it sounds uh, from what I'm hearing uh, you guys make a, a a good pairing you work well together and you come up with the uh, you come up with the right answers, uh, or the good answers, as it were. And uh, yeah. I'm really glad that we got you in here on the show today. Tell us a little bit about uh, about David Starr, uh, where you come from, how you got to where you are, maybe what you've got, what you're looking forward to, or what you want to do next. Okay. Well, I was born and raised in Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is the very northwest corner up there where uh, the Ozarks sort of begin to, you know, sort of the southern edge of the of the Missouri Ozarks, um, and grew up there. Played played in bands since I was 13 years old. Played high school parties, frat parties, played clubs several nights a week all through high school and college, and then moved to Aspen, Colorado, in 1981, just to to try to get out and spread my wings a little bit. My first wife and I went out there, and that was a very formative time because. There were nights I'd look around and I was in, I ended up on stage one night with, you know, several times with Dan Fogelberg because I had an old 58 Stratocaster. He wanted to come in and play. And so he'd get up and play with us. And one night I was on the band with, or on the bandstand with, um, I was playing drums because drums were my first instrument. And I was on the stage with three of the members of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, uh, Kenny Edwards from Linda Ronstadt and Carla Bonoff's band, and Sonny Bono. So. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> it was, it was, it was an eye opening thing for a 25 year old guy, you know? And, and the, the other thing is I played about, I played five or six nights a week for four years and what that does to you. And, and oftentimes with people I've never met until we get to the gig, they go, okay, we're going to do this. It's a, it's a blues thing a one, four five with a, with a minor six and just follow me, you know? And I, I learned to, <laughs> I learned to be a good side man. And as a result, I like to think that I got some training about how to be a band leader. And I'm still working on that always, but, you know, it was a good time. Then uh, after that, I moved down to Arkansas again to kind of raise my daughter for several years. And about 19 years ago, I moved back out to Colorado because once you've lived out west, it's just hard to be anywhere else. So um, I, you know, more than anything, just tried to up my game and get better at this because when it's all said and done, I want to be able to say, you know what, I was really, I was giving it all, all the effort I could, make good records with good people and play good shows and, and, and never phone it in, you know? Well, I would say you have succeeded there. And unfortunately, thank you. We're running out of time here. So I'm going to have to wrap this up, David, sure. tell the folks how they can find you online and get in touch with you and follow your music and career. Uh, go to davidstarmusic.com. Just make sure you put two R's in star. So it's davidstarmusic.com and then davidstarmusic on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm always out traveling around, and like your previous guest, always looking for good, good, solid gigs. So 
uh, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I hope uh, hope to see you sometime soon down the road. Ah, we'd certainly love that. As I tell everybody, John's down in the uh, Naples, Fort Myers area, Florida. I'm out in the uh, Tempe, Phoenix area. So if you ever hit those markets, be sure and give us a yell. Please do stay in touch with us. Let us know what's going on with you. And uh, we'd like to get you back here in the future, if you would. You got it. I'd love to. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that's David Starr. And here is, is, I've got a a problem with my tongue getting stuck in my eye tooth and I can't see what I'm saying today, but here's David Starr with Road to Jubilee. Now I dream about the big house by the side of Laurel Creek well, Sitting there in a rocking chairs with the children at our feet We've got a dog called Music and a mule ride to town That's all I ever wanted if I ever settled down when a boy from Texarkana found a girl to take his name But the love they made and the vows they gave always would remain it was a garden full of thorns, but the roses smelled so sweet and What was bound together was bound to break at the hands of love's deceit On the road to Jubilee, take me back in time before I left for Tennessee Living on memories On the road to Jubilee I keep a picture in my mind And I'm counting down the days Till they set me free Till I'm walking down the road to Jubilee Now it's dark and cold and lonely Inside these prison walls And I'm not to blame For a dead man's crime Still I took the fall I've lost so many hours That I know I'll never find Now I count the days Till I walk away Leave this all behind On the road to Jubilee Take me back in time Before I left for Tennessee Living on memories On the road to Jubilee I keep a picture in my mind And I'm counting down the days Till they set me free Across the cotton fields I hear the church bells ringing Listen to the choir Hear the spiritual singing Like sweet magnolia blossoms In the spring
Thank you so much. We want to thank all of our guests today, Emily Cole, David Starr, of course, and our old buddy, David Martinez, for stopping by to talk about South by Southwest. We hope you enjoyed it, too. Drop us a line. Tell us what you like or don't like. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'd love to know what you're thinking. David at thedavidbowers.com is the email address. As I said, we'd love to hear from you. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Well, folks, thank you very much for, as one newscaster puts it, the uh, privilege of your time. We're grateful that you spent this hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, which, by the way, just happens to be broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform, and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep up with the show and all your indie music news join us next week for the david bowers awards for more great indie music and talk with the folks that make it happen so until next week for the david bowers nick our marvelously and hilarious geeky engineer i am yours truly the lovable and legendary john bon jovial saying be good to each other love each other and we will see you next week right here on the david bowers awards